0: Welcome to Nude Radio with your host, Kenny Heflin. And I hope you guys are having a great week so far. I am joined by my lovely, one of my dearest big sister friends, Miss Tisha, honey. She's back. Okay. Hopefully y'all learned a little something something with the last episode that I um, had her greatness on right
1: Thank you yeah. I'm happy to be here I'm enjoying myself you know we always have a blast whenever we're together so
0: this is true we do we sure to fuck do okay um but before we start uh, make sure to uh, subscribe to Newt radio. It's streaming on all platforms where you can hear a podcast. Make sure to follow me on Instagram, on my personal page at Kenny Heflin. And most importantly, follow the Nude Radio podcast, Instagram and Twitter at Nude Radio 101. It's the same name on Twitter and Instagram at Nude Radio 101. Got it? Get it? Love it right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, Tisha.
2: Yes,
1: darling.
0: We have talked about this. I mean, we. this has been a topic that we've been sitting on for a little bit over two years, actually. Forever, yes. Yeah. And it was an experience that you had to and and are living through, and then an experience that I dealt with um in the not too far distant past right
1: yes absolutely so
0: i'm glad that we finally get to talk about it and we got to it down yeah. right so it's a long time coming absolutely so i finally got you i'm
1: here mm-hmm.
0: so for my people for my nudists you know because we got americans we got caribbeans we got um Some Europeans that listen to the show. We have people from India Mm -hmm. and other parts of like Eastern Asia and stuff. And even like some in the Middle East. When I check my little demographic, little listenership and stuff like that.
1: mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. So, So proud of you.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Season three. We have come a long way.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So for my people who are domestically here in L.A., or in the United States, or in North America, that is, South America, for the folks over in different continents. This is for y'all and for us at the same time. You feel me? Um, This is dating someone from a different culture. Yes, absolutely. What we would like to call intercultural dating, would you say?
1: Relationships.
0: And relationships. Mm Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay.
2: hmm
0: So this topic came up because it was something that we were watching. This is even before you got to experience it, but I think it was something that we were watching on one of those, or you were telling me about, like, from one of those shows that you and my mom, like, Um, what is it?
1: Oh, Ready to Love.
0: Ready to Love.
2: Mm-hmm. I
1: love that show. But what? then again, next. What channel does that show come on? Um, It's on... Uh, the own network but now it's starting to suck sorry Ooh.
2: oh
0: well damn
1: <laughs> well it's become a joke now Ooh. no not in a bad way it's just the people aren't on there for the right reasons got you they're not coming on for the right reasons anymore
0: got you so with intercultural dating and relationships what has been your experience like how would you say that even starts like how did you get used to it you know how's it going now
1: so you and I so Kenny knows I'm engaged to be married my fiance is Nigerian um and we are uh planning our wedding and we're planning to get married July 8th mm. um 2023 um you know I fell into it I didn't this this is it, I was open to, you know, I'm open to whatever was gonna happen. Mm-hmm. My plan was one thing. I thought I was gonna meet somebody from the UK. <laughs> um, and lo and behold, this fell into my lap. Um, which is interesting because I, I I definitely didn't see this coming.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but I have been praying for a husband and praying, um, asking God, the universe for uh what i wanted i have written out my list and um i'm i'm in a different religion so kenny knows and um i went to do some spiritual work in nigeria and um i was invited to come to uh to visit another compound where they were also doing spiritual work and um Uh, The priest's brother and their driver came to pick me up. And the brother, I was like, Whoa. Mm -hmm. After we had like a small conversation, I was like, This is crazy. Like, this guy could make me forget about my celibacy. And I had been celibate for over five and a half years. Kenny knows. And um, (laughs) I was like, What is this? And I was like, Nope, keep your mind on what you came to do. You're there to do spiritual work. And we, I had had conversations with his brother and he and I had had conversations. Um, but his brother was like, he likes you, you're, you know, age appropriate things of that nature, you know, this, you know, like this is good. And I was like, well, you know, everybody assumes that the person wants to live in the United States. I set off the break. I'm not leaving this country. (laughs) I was like, so, you know, he's going to have to come live with him. He didn't ask. He didn't say anything about it. It was just my thought. Like before, if this is something that's going to start, I'm not leaving my country. So, um, (laughs) you know, he was like, well, that's up to him. You talk to him. So, Everything sparked off as I was leaving. Like, we finally admitted we liked each other as I'm walking, they're walking my bags and stuff to the airport.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And we had just started talking and happened and everything like that. And then over time, I told Kenny, I was like, oh my God, like, yo, like, I'm in love.
2: I remember. I, was like,
1: I can't be. This is crazy. So, we had a long talk, and Mister Optimistic over here was like, "Oh my God, I'm like fighting this thing tooth and nail," but it ended up I'm engaged to be married.
0: I yeah, I I totally remember all of that because you were like, "Nope, mm mm mm," and I'm like,
2: "We should try it, like you know, you never know." Mm-hmm.
0: I yeah, I remember that because, damn, because that was what year was that? Um.
1: 2019 20 yeah it's been a while damn yeah time passed
0: by fast as hell
1: does, especially with this damn pandemic
0: right yeah 2020 definitely whooped the world's ass absolutely Um, and we're still picking up the pieces from it you know um wow yeah it's been a minute
1: it's been a minute yeah
0: it's been a minute how would you say that culturally what were like some of the the big differences that you guys had to work through, um, was it centered around what you say, like communication or different like habits and stuff like that, or different types of, I don't know, like what we deem here in America as polite or what they may see as polite or like, what would you say was like some of the first ringers of like, Oh shit, I'm really dating somebody that's from a different
2: culture.
1: So let me say this. Uh, God, I hate 90 Day Fiance. That is Mm. just horrible. It it infuriates me every time I watch it. Um, And it's really funny because a lot of it is not truthful. Mm. So Let me just go there. Like, I'm not saying the people may or may not be in relationships, but the way they handle certain things, and it's coming out now that that things are, are just set up like not properly, it doesn't make sense. And especially knowing the culture. So the religion that I live by um, is a traditional religion, Yoruba religion. Mm -hmm. And um, so while I was in the United States, I was already somewhat familiar with the culture, like because the religion is based in the culture. So there are things that I understood and then they would also travel to Nigeria. So, you know, we understood customs. I think anybody who gets in a relationship with anybody from another culture needs to research and understand that culture and really un- like respect that culture. Don't get into something and be like, Oh, well I'm American and it's da, 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 da. no, like really respect that culture. Cause you want them to respect your culture. hmm there may be some agree to disagree and things of that nature, but you have to respect each other's culture. If you don't, it's a big problem. And you won't, there are things that you may not understand, you may not agree with, but it's a different thing around respect. Mm-hmm. Um number one is the marriage thing. Oh my God, you know, um, can he have more than one wife? Blah, blah, blah. Are you freaked out about that? There's all that assumption. There's that number one assumption. So every man in Nigeria does not have more than one wife. There are some people in Nigeria with one wife. And we (laughs) had that conversation and discussion. And the first thing out of my fiance's mouth was, I don't want to have to make two people happy because you can never make two people happy. One person is pissed off about something. You think you got things straight with the other person. The other person's mad. But his father has two wives his brother has three wives, but some of the other brothers have one wife. I've met people with one wife. Mm -hmm. So it's not, it's that person's choice and decision and how they feel about things and what they want, what they don't want. Mm -hmm. So people have freedom or the ability to make that choice and decision, but you have to be aware of what you're walking into. No, every Nigerian is not you know online trying to steal people's money and so you have that bias as well so you're gonna have people coming to you with all kinds of crazy ass cultural biases henceforth my family and you get a lot of flack and feedback and um them not understanding the culture either and us being american and assuming we're the greater you know cultural species right you know and and people don't realize they have that bias from this country. we really do um go visit that country and try to understand things um learn talk find people who are from that culture ask questions find friends who know people from that culture try to really get a thorough understanding of that person's culture mm-hmm. um there's so many from you know, African-American people, not all but some, they have a very big bias about Africa because of what we've seen on television and what we've been taught. And mm-hmm. they don't understand that Africa, uh, parts of Africa are very developed mm-hmm. and amazing and beautiful and unbelievable. And and they have commerce and economy and things that are very different. There are pieces and parts about their culture that I really love and respect. Mm -hmm. there's some things i can't get with and so after so many years of us figuring this thing out um i decided that i wanted to retire over there six months there six months here because i love it it's so beautiful over there Mm -hmm. i'm still american but i would love to retire over there it is just absolutely gorgeous
0: And I can't wait to go.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. It is just beautiful. It is just and it's a piece. I I love nature. So it's Me a too. piece to it. It's it's a beautiful, brilliant green. It's it's just gorgeous. It's just so much, just a naturalness, um, things that we culturally have gotten away from, some of their norms, just mm-hmm. beautiful.
0: See, I cannot wait to get my ass over to Nigeria. It is
1: beautiful. Oh my god, I love it.
0: You know I'm part Nigerian.
1: Absolutely. Mhm. Mhm.
0: Most of us from the diaspora, are, but Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I want to I trace back a lot of stuff and I want to be able to go and touch the ground and meet the people.
1: It is so um, and the people are so sweet. Like, oh my god. It's it's they're just amazing sweet people.
0: Mhm. See, I love that. Yeah, I I can't wait to get my opportunity to go and see it for myself, you know. Mm -hmm. I know for me, at least, you know, I was um, dating a Jamaican Mm -hmm. and that was different.
1: It is very different. Like the the cultural (laughs) conversations, you know, are, are very different. Communication can be trying very um and and understanding certain things can Mm -hmm. be trying but it's all about communication um we talked about this a lot like sometimes i would say one thing and he would be saying something else so i would be like what do you hear me saying like it's really can you communicate are you a good communicator Mm -hmm. if you're not a good and clear communicator it would be difficult to communicate with someone else because Mm -hmm. for example they don't have a they don't really discuss sex that much. They do, but they don't. It's it's like they talk about it, but not like we talk about it. mm-hmm. So it's very interesting to get them to talk about sex. So that's, you know, that was interesting. You know, he'll only say certain things. It's so funny. So it's like, okay. So now I've been able to pull him out of his shell a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now in the bedroom, that's a whole nother Oprah. But like having that conversation you know, is, is something else they don't, they don't really discuss. It's not a, like we talk about sex, 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 sex. Yeah. Like, no.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I think from my side, you know, in a lot of Caribbean culture is very, it's pro-sex for the most part, but also it has this hints of misogyny. Absolutely. Uh, just like with American culture. Um, but on top of that being gay, and existing within that culture is not cool. easy at all. So learning how to navigate through that and, and really understanding that, which I think I've talked, yeah, i talked about it on plenty of shows. Um, you know, my dad and I, well, at least I was raised around a lot of Caribbean, most specifically Jamaican people. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like, I got the, The black american experience Mm -hmm. growing up as a black person in america but also having visibility and interactions with people that are from the caribbean you know and throughout the diaspora right Mm -hmm. so kind of like having like a foot and understanding and like a like just an idea of like what it is to be not only caribbean but to be jamaican but you know these were people that have moved from Jamaica to America, you right. know, and I was friends and cousins, you know, how, how black people, you know, we'd be cousins with people, mm-hmm. you know, cousins with, you know, their children's and everything like that or whatever. So never dating somebody who actually still lives within the country. Oh, that's something That was, know. yeah, that was different, you know, and you were definitely somebody who offered up a lot of, um, insight, you know, as far as, trying to get as much understanding, for me at least, um, and trying to give me a lot of different perspectives, just even based off of your knowledge of that culture, but also just your own experience.
2: With yeah,
1: had a Jamaican you know, ex-boyfriend, and um one of my best friends, her child's father's Jamaican, and so I grew up around him. Well, not grew up, but I spent a lot of time around his family, and now his daughter is is you know as she called herself Jamaican, so oh my god yes oh honey she is you know full-on into the culture so that culture um i was very much familiar with the culture
0: yeah and it's it's i mean you sent me videos and youtube videos and stuff and just again for me to to kind of like wane down as much frustration from my side mm-hmm. you know and to get a better input into What's going on or what could be going on, you know, because of, you know, my ex not being a great communicator, you know, and it was just like you were definitely there to, um, again, just provide more perspective as to, like, what the root of it was and how it most likely stemmed from culture.
1: Absolutely. Mm -mm. A lot of times, like, for example, I would watch videos i watch videos on other cultures as well but um for example when we talk we we are constantly talking like we don't like awkward silence or there's no um uh, we try not to have too long periods of silence in conversations or discussions but when i talk to my fiance he'll be like is is he here?" <laughs> and i realized like no they but Bef- they take a minute before they respond they don't just respond right off and so it's not that they're not listening they take time to take in what you said they're digesting they're processing we move kind of fast here so things turn around quickly so i have to catch myself in my american go 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 okay sh- let me let me just chill out and shut up for a minute and and see what he's processing Mm-hmm. And he's come to realize that we talk faster, even though they would have a lot of Americans visit, you know, their compounds. So they are very familiar with American. My fiance speaks English. A lot of people are like, oh my God, how do you all communicate? If you all don't speak English, he mm-hmm. speaks English. Mm-hmm. Um, So, you know, it's just understanding, but I, it's it's just understanding that the way people communicate, um, and the fact that they're not—they're—they're not, they're sweet people, but they're not an affectionate people. Like for mm-hmm. example, I when I'm there, I'm hugging this mom, I'm hugging everybody, you know. And they're now used to me. At first, they were like, "What is up with all this?" Uh, okay. So now they know they're gonna get a hug, mm-hmm. and they're and they're used to it. So they're like, "Okay, let me prepare for this hug." Um, for example, uh, the men aren't used to. You know, my fiance and a lot of them aren't used to like huggy, huggy, cuddle, cuddle mm-hmm. type relationships. I, I still have this joke that I told Kenny when I met my fiance and we were talking when he finally asked me about marriage. He was like, So, like, we have to have set days, like sex. He was mm-hmm. like, So, is it Tuesday and Thursday? I was like, Excuse me stop laughing about that it's like you know do we have these stuff like set date like that's things they do hmm. in their marriage i'm like um i feel like i should be able to get sex whatever we don't have that
2: yeah what are we feeling in it
1: and just cultural differences and things so understanding that really being around the people and not making assumptions because everything we do in america is not right Mm -hmm. and everything they do is not right but there's a reason and rationale behind why people do some of the things that they do Mm -hmm. and so that's also part of getting to know someone like why you know we don't do this but why do you do this Mm -hmm. you know most people don't understand like I'm, I watch 90 Day Fiancé and I laugh because I'm like, they lie because the first thing when you meet a Nigerian man after the first or second conversation, if he likes you and he's interested, question is, do you are you able to have kids? Oh. Because that's literally, kids are considered wealth to them. Mm. Children are, are seen as wealth. So you're a part of, you want to carry on your, your genetics, your genes. It's significantly important. So when you see this BS about, you know, I'm like, no, that's a lie. First, you know, after first couple of real conversations, are you, can you have kids?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's significantly important. And we don't see that here. It's like, oh my God, like kids and money and raising them. And, you know, we see kids different they're like no we're gonna figure the family the whole family like helps with that mm. people are contributing they they putting in if you, you'll hear people go like I have a good friend she's Gambian um and her grandmother raised her while her mother came to the U.S. and did what she needed to do and they don't have this my mom left me oh my god and mm-hmm. they look at things and see things completely different than what we see things and how we look at things and discussions about how to raise children, how you see your family, because they look at family different than what we look at family. Like the whole thing of planning my wedding and, you know, my family's bias and and all of that was taken into consideration when we got married. You and I well, not got married, but when we're now planning this wedding to get ready to get married, like a lot of discussions, the family meeting, Mm -hmm. that's, not significant here like we're not okay well you, you, your family don't fuck with me cool bye they don't see it like that it, it's very very different it's very important everybody comes together to make a decision so planning <laughs> the wedding date like my father was very i don't know i think y'all need because we were supposed to get married this year yep. my father had a had a meltdown Ah. Uh, You know, he he freaks out. He knows I'm getting married. And when he goes to the post office to get his, you know, to get the passport, and then he has a meltdown six months before the wedding. Interesting. I'm like, what is this? And so, you know, I'm like, hold up. And so he's like, you know, I don't feel you all know each other enough. I don't feel this. Then he had my aunt come and talk to me. And she's like, you know, your dad feels this way. It's six months. Okay. All right. Well, whatever. So he and his family were like, okay, what does your dad want? Mm -hmm. And so my dad was like, you guys need to give it one more year. And if you all can deal with it one more year, then all right. You know, you had my permission and then we'll come out and we'll be a part of the wedding. I said, all right. I was like, so listen, we're going to give you what you want. But I was like, I'm not with the bullshits Mm -hmm. (laughs) for next year. So then to make my dad and both families feel easy, we did a Zoom call where he Mm -hmm. met the mother, the father, the elder sisters and brothers, and they met my father and my my aunt because my mother has passed away. Mm -hmm. And so they did a Zoom call and they all introduced each other each other they had conversations they were like ask whatever questions that you have we me and my fiance were present and they talked to all of us and they asked questions and some of them his mother and his mother doesn't speak English she only speaks Europe but she understands a few words his father has traveled back and forth and that's another thing like I met I forgot to mention this I met his father and his brother. Uh, three years before I met my fiance because they had come to my church and one of the elders at my church had introduced me to them who and that elder had known them for at the time like 10 or 15 years okay so that's why I felt so comfortable I didn't just you know meet my fiance or meet them out of nowhere so that's how that happened but Again, it was a respectable thing. The families talked. My father's questions got answered. My father still, you know, being a dad and having his bias. And he says, oh, I don't have a bias. But when you ask questions, you realize there's cultural bias. This Nigerian person just wants to get their visa and come over here. Right. Right. They just want something from you. He's going to this and this and this and this. So that's his fear, even though he won't say it, and he'll tell me no. <laughs> and he goes, "I just need to get to know him." Okay, well, you got to know my ex husband, and he, you know, hello, we're not together anymore. So how how are you going to? Well, when I go over there, I'll get to know him, and then, well, I don't really want to get to know him. It's like what? So
0: right, like make up your mind.
1: Make up your mind. Figure out what you want to do, because this is how you're going to get to. Well, can't he come over here? And that's a whole nother Oprah as to how you know, our country, the whole visa process works in our country and the bias within our country Mm -hmm. and and this and that and other people really don't understand that process. You know, it does not take, you know, overnight and a person gets here. It takes time. It takes an exorbitant amount of time, you know, on the visa process and the marriage visa process and, you know, where they're coming from. But Anyway, going back to that, like our families during this meeting decided together that the wedding would be in July.
0: Gotcha. They
1: made that decision together because his fam, my fam, his family wanted to meet with my family so they can mutually make the decision.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We chose the date. Gotcha. But they chose the month. Hmm. And we, you know, spiritually, you and I both know how we do things. We yep. prayed over it and we sat down and we to.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. It's funny that you mentioned with the whole process of getting that person over here and all that stuff or whatever, because if you remember, like you were the one that was telling me what to look out for and stuff like that, because it was, it was crazy, you know, which, again, I talked about in a past episode, but, you know, I can't believe that within those months that we had got to, at least like my ex and I, we got to that point where we were talking about marriage and what the pathway to citizenship looks like and what the process may look like and what we're going to do, you know, like this and all of that, you know, and how we're going to deal with it. And when we're in the thick of it, at least you were again, a great sounding board to like provide just better insight and just, um, like, constructive feedback, you know, and realistic expectations on what the potential could look like when coming from, again, a third world country, mm-hmm. nonetheless, to America, you know, um, that that was something that I, I look back on. Now and I'm like, damn, like, I was, you know, what the kids say now, I was in a chokehold, like, you know, um, thinking back to like, damn, like, I was really looking at at that like getting myself mentally prepared for what that would bring and how i needed to adjust as an american how i needed to adjust in most specifically a long distance relationship on top of that Mm -hmm. with somebody who is not within this country absolutely you know um which makes me uh go into like the fact of What would you say is something that um, is like one of the biggest detriments to dating someone that is not only just long distance, but also in another part of the
2: world?
1: Hmm. Well, first of all, let me say the visa process takes anywhere. It could take anywhere from a year and a half. Actually, now, from what I'm hearing, it takes a year and nine months to two years to actually or longer let me say or longer Look at longer um to complete the process right so yeah. um and immigration lawyers are expensive there are other there are people who actually um are immigration consultants that mm-hmm. actually are a lot cheaper and and do it fill out your paperwork and get it done for you but the process can be expensive but it's um, much easier to do um, an immigration consultant. They're basically paralegals mm. who do the same thing that lawyers do. But I would say research the process for yourself. Talk to people who've gone through it, mm-hmm. because if you make a mistake, like people are like, oh, I can do it myself. When you're trying to bring a spouse over, um, it's if you write the wrong thing on Like if you miss a number, if you twist something around, if you leave something out, you have to start all over again. It's like a long, ridiculous process and you have to be thorough and you have to take your time with it. And you have to really um, be patient because it involves a lot of patience. And if you and your fiance (laughs) can't get through that process together, Mm -hmm. then you don't need to be together. And, um, If you choose to marry in another country, um, I know if you go to an immigration lawyer, they're going to tell you off the break, do the 90-day fiancé thing, do the 90-day visa. Mm -hmm. And that, it's tricky, because it's a whole bunch of rigmarole with that. It's so ridiculous. And depending upon where your fiancé is coming from, it's, it's just better, I would say, from my perspective, and if you talk to people who are from, who've gone through the process, it's better to get married there and then bring your paperwork back here.
2: Oh, come on for some little,
0: again.
1: Because you're already married versus I'm bringing this person over. The lawyers will say, oh my God,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's, you know, you can get, it's like, eh you know depending upon how cuz i have a a friend who who met whose husband was on a a work visa mm-hmm. and they met each other working gotcha and so his work visa was extended and then there was just a whole bunch of back and forth and then they had to get married within a certain amount of time mm-hmm. um before his before they had to get married, and so that's a whole nother process. There are many different processes depending upon what you you you're going through, and so talk to people who actually have gone through the process. I know few people who have. I've talked to many people. I've talked to many lawyers. As you know, I'm a research nerd. Same. <laughs> so if you want to research processes, and you know, again, lawyers have a higher price, and so you know. I found out about, you know, immigration, paralegals. You could just look up Im- immigration consultants and you can call and ask them questions. And so I was led to somebody that actually, um, you know, had very good information when I'm ready to start the process.
0: Wow. Um.
1: But what are detriment. So <laughs> yes. I don't
0: cuz you remember I would see um my ex like once a month.
1: Should I see my husband, my fiance. I call him husband cuz I'm
0: spiritually married.
1: Yeah, spiritually married. It's just you know, get prepared cuz that's what I'm looking to do. So Okay. Um so and, and like I tell Kenny, it's also about that language thing. Like, you know, we, we forget about ours. It's no longer, if you're planning to get married, it's no longer mine. It's ours. Kind of got to internalize that. Um, I only see my fiance once a year, which sucks. Mm. But I have a very intense job. And so when I take my time off, I take a month. Like I'm literally there for a month. And, um, Kenny knows I, I take a month. Mm-hmm. um, which is a, a decent amount of time, but you know, and it hurts because I really, you know, that's, that's the detriment. Like it really hurts. But then also, you know, we, we really take time to get to know each other. That's how, you know, if you trust somebody, like, do you trust that person? Mm-hmm. You know, because then your mind is going left and right and up and down. And it's like, no, like if I trust that person, I trust that person, um, you know, Um, their way of life is different than our way of life. Like you can't put American standards on somebody from a different culture. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, is he making six figures? Well, they don't, you know, there are some people with six figures there, but like, that's not how they get down. You know, are they working, you know, nine to five and do they have a career? That's not how they get down over there. Like their, their culture is completely different from ours. So I can't, look at this person's life and be like you're not working 10 hours a day like i am no they don't work that way that's a different culture different mindset the government is run differently they don't their culture doesn't work like ours now it's my fiance lazy no he's a chicken farmer and he does ministerial stuff and and you know he's a carver and He does many different things and he makes money that way. So, you know, he's selling eggs and selling chickens and, you know, it's like, okay, it's a different way of life, but he's working and earning and we have things planned for him and we've worked things out as to what he's going to do when he comes over here so he can make a living. Mm -hmm. So it's like, how are you looking at the situation? You know, I'm not trying, I have a, a, non-profit corporate type job so you know i i work long hours like you know kenny knows like the last pay period i worked over 100 hours
0: which is crazy Chuck, so i'm i'm
1: busy <laughs> and so when i when i take my time off <laughs> i take my time off like i'm i'm gone a month and my phone does not ring mm-hmm. so that's my time there and i really like it because i get my peace i get to enjoy You know, my fiance, his family, you know, I've managed to bond with his mother. I've managed to bond with the stepmother, you know, Mm -hmm. um, gift giving is something that we, it's like, I'm not buying, like I can get them something sweet from the 99 cent store. Like, you know, something that they, you know, like fans or something like that. Or, Mm -hmm. um, when they have the little sale at the Bath and Body Works, I bring like little sprays, um, just as a sign of of, of kindness, like, mm-hmm. you know, just to show appreciation and gratitude. They don't see things the way we th- see things over here. I'm not buying you. I'm just giving you, you know, a nice little gift
2: mm-hmm. to,
1: to let you know I appreciate you and I think you're sweet. And anything you give them, they're appreciative of. They're not like us, like, what the hell I'm supposed to do with this little 99 cent candle you done gave me? Mm-hmm. You know, they're grateful for the fact that you took time to get them something Mm -hmm. um things of that nature um hmm, detriments
2: Mm -hmm. let's see
1: i mean i don't i guess for me because i'm 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 positive and optimistic just like you i i look at the situation and see it for what it is mm -hmm. i don't i don't see any detriments um I would I would say um, situations, you know, like um, challenges. I wouldn't call them detriments. I would call them challenges. Mm. Um, okay. Because the the whole immigration process, that's like climbing Mount Everest. A few people have climbed it, but it's not like everybody's trying to climb Mount Everest. So it's like climbing Mount Everest, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know. Just the sadness of not being able to be with my fiance. But we talk all the time. We text all the time. So that's like a plus because I'm really getting to know you. We're really having deep, important conversations. We're asking each other $60 million questions. And (laughs) I've heard from other people in these types of relationships that the marriages actually last or are stronger because you had no nothing to do but get to know that person
0: Mm -hmm. that's something that you would tell me when i was in my you know last relationship is all y'all got is communication all 'all y'all got is is facetime and and texting and all that stuff or whatever because y'all do not have each other physically at your disposal at all times whenever you want (laughs) So no I remember even with me like um you you remember how much I was so against long distance relationships I mean I've talked about it on this show uh for like the last two seasons until I met him and that was the first time I actually wanted to make it work just because of our particular chemistry I would say
2: mm-hmm.
0: um I, I was willing. It's it's crazy what we are willing to do when we connect with somebody on that type of level, especially romantically That's and really the leap and bounds, you know, and the obstacles that we're willing to face. And just like where we're able to kind of prepare ourselves, especially coming from a different culture, you know, that may not handle things as quick and fast as how we do or, you know, um, isn't as aggressive as Americans could be, you know, and kind of like trying to take a step back and take your foot off a little bit of the gas Mm -hmm. on the gas, but also like just kind of release a little bit of pressure. And that was something that you definitely, again, provided just your own experience and insight into that, just for me to look at it from a different perspective. Cause it, it, like I say, it fascinates me. what. I was willing to do for him. And that was on top of that, just being the fact that it was long distance. It was very much long distance. Like this wasn't, you know, somebody who lives in Northern California or someone that lives right. South of LA, you know, or someone a couple States away or on the East coast, this motherfucker live all the way, like in the Caribbean.
1: Not a in America. I <laughs> look at it when, like when you're open to love, you're open to love and mm-hmm. say, oh, I'm open, but I have boundaries. Love has no boundaries, right? So if you're open, you're open and you don't know what you're going to find. So if you're closing yourself <laughs> off That's to certain true. things, then you're closing yourself off to it all because you don't know how love's going to appear. Hell, I wasn't expecting that. You know, damn well, I was like, look, I'm going to do this and yeah. my mind's on this. And, and, you know, I was laser focused on what I had to do. Um, yep. and,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and so, you know, it was what it was, but also I like my space. Like that's something you and I share, I don't need to be up under you. Like when I'm with my, my fiance, yes, I'm, we are away up under each other, but mm-hmm. I like my space. So that's something else that I have to, you know, now I have to open my, my, my mind to You know, cohabitating with someone,
0: yeah, sharing the
1: whole another animal. You know, (laughs) again, that's another challenge, right? Because you, you know, I like I'm 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 a very free, independent spirit, and he's a whole he's a homebody. Like he he loved like I had to influence him to start celebrating his birthday. Oh, that was hysterical! Mm
2: -hmm. This
1: the I had his brother. You know, like, he has to go out for his birthday. Like, you you know, so now he celebrates birthdays. And it was so funny. I That's never forget true. those funny pictures of him sitting in a club like, oh, my God, can I go now, please?
0: That is so cute.
1: But you know, I I had him get a birthday cake. He sent me pictures of the birthday cake, like, all right, you know, and then I got my birthday, my little birthday cake here, so we could eat the cake together. Mm -hmm. And now he celebrates birthdays. He sees the significance. He's excited for my birthday and but they aren't big on, on doing that. Like, he had a set thing he would do. He would do some spiritual stuff. He would pray. And he would just spend time with his family. Even though he still goes out and spends time with his family on his birthday. But he brings a few friends now. Mm-hmm. And they go out. And he seems happier like this. to do with the pictures. He's smiling at least for real in the pictures now.
0: See, that's, that's adorable. I mean, yeah, it's... It's it's interesting what the give and take of an exchange there is when you are dating someone from a, a different culture because they're able to give you some of their customs that have benefit and worked for them that you're able to now benefit and um enjoy and then vice versa. Like I like that, you know, I'm I'm big on balance, you know, as much as possible. Absolutely. You know, and really just again about the willingness to understand each other and to be flexible and adjust, you know, um, I think that's like one of the biggest things that we sometimes can fail to realize, especially with dating somebody from a different culture or, you know, even long distance dating, you know, is is it's crazy.
1: We see our own mindset. Like, I I have again I have a friend that's that I love dearly she's from Gambia and she Mm -hmm. had explained to me how coming from Gambia and then she lived in the UK and just like the culture shock of it all and then coming here and the culture shock of it all and the way she you know had to adjust and adapt and so that helps me because sometimes when I can't understand my fiance or he's did things i'm like wait a minute i don't get it i don't understand like i go to her and i'm like can you please help me understand Mm. things that i don't understand and she helps me gain insight um it's 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 a it helps a lot like actually being able to have somebody from that culture or from that um that area who can actually help you understand things because they're things that you you don't understand true and uh sometimes he'll call her and talk to her about like you know i'm trying to get this across so i'm trying to see things from this perspective or get her to see things you know because she doesn't understand and they're you know people don't understand like their families are involved in everything. Mm-hmm. we don't have that over here our families are, you know it's like look i don't have to deal with you you getting on my nerves i'm gonna do what i want to do mm-hmm. it does not go down like that over there um
0: that's similar to like with with the caribbean like they live in the in the family's home until and yes. maybe sometimes even while the kids are married <laughs> yes we'll add in like add on to the house you know, a, a, built a house bigger sometimes and it's like that family unit which you know as americans we don't typically practice that um it's very much like oh when you're 18 you're out the house yes with with us it's like oh why are you still living at home with your with your parents like what's what's like what's going on and it's for us to really realize that everybody doesn't operate like that
1: no um (laughs) everybody in their house pretty much stays there until they're married and then they have land
2: Mm -hmm.
1: some like the family owns land so then you would they would buy that land you know Mm -hmm. not at like a high price but the father it's like it's a part of being a man right yeah you would then buy that land from your father not a like again they're not gonna charge you 10 million dollars for it's just you know You're Mm going to pay for that land, and then you would build that house. They'll help you build that house, Mm -hmm. and then you and your wife. But you're always, the family's always there. You're always surrounded by the family because it's not like the land is like nine miles off. It's like maybe a block and a half down the street or like Mm -hmm. on that same block, and then, you know, and they're there. And when something happens, everybody's chipping in. But if you're not married, you know, you, you know. You're there, like, wh- why are you off on your own mm-hmm. Um, unless you're working, you know?
2: <laughs>
1: like his sister's in the military, so like, you know, she's off doing whatever she needs to do with her military assignment. Mm-hmm. She comes home, like it's, it's not, and she, you know, lives there unless they send her on assignment somewhere else. So, you know, for us, it's a, it's a foreign concept.
0: It really is.
1: But, like, that's... And it's like, no, they're not, you know... It, you know, and they're always there. When they are having problems in their marriage and relationships, they go to their elders and try to mm-hmm. figure out how to work it out. Because a lot of times, they've been through what you're going through, or they may have a different perspective than what you see
2: yep.
1: from from the way you see it. And a wise man knows that they don't know everything. Mm-hmm. So getting their perspective or hearing their perspective or just trying to work it through, just being like, look, I, I don't understand. You don't understand, but let's just try to figure out where, let's come to, to a point where we understand this piece and then we mm. can stretch from, from this. Yep. Cause there are times when, you know, you, you want to kill the person and you know, did you know, there are times when you just like, okay, let's, let's do this.
0: Yeah see and and that's what i like um you know that's the thing like when i think about it now because like we don't purpose like and i know with us at least we didn't purposefully like look for these relationships you know they just happen to happen Mm -hmm. you know and it's like you just go with it because you know i was going to the trip to end up meeting him like or spending time with him finally i was going initially to have me a good old hood rat time you know and it just so happened to we just happened to
2: vibe
1: (laughs) i think the whole thing is like that deeper communication Mm -hmm. because you have to have a deeper communication i have to i'm like a lot of times i'm like what are you saying Do you understand, not to say that he can't understand what I'm saying, but sometimes culturally there is a difference. I'm saying this, is this what you hear me saying? What do you hear me saying? Mm -hmm. And that really develops a deeper understanding. But I think that should be done in all relationships because sometimes you literally, two people speaking English from the same country living in the same city down the street from each other. I'm saying one thing, you saying something else. And it's Mm -hmm. like, you hear what you want to hear. And I hear what I want to hear. That's not what I'm saying. I've been in a relationship with somebody like that too, where I'm like, my God, like that is not what I said. So it's really giving you that deeper understanding. And if I don't understand, I'm going to say, you know, I'm sorry, I don't understand. And that makes us work harder to make sure that we do understand each other. Because it's, I'm like, honey, I don't understand. (laughs) And, you know, he's like, okay, how can I explain this to you? And (laughs) scenarios of trying to, break things down of like i'm trying to explain one thing i'm like oh yeah they don't have that in their country huh
2: Mm. oh
1: yeah they don't have dang right man they don't have okay how can i explain this okay uh how can i like how can i break this down in some way that they can understand okay well a tree Mm -hmm. if this tree and that tree versus I'm trying to explain something about, I don't know, uh, the refrigerator. Mm -hmm. Not that they don't have refrigerators, but they don't have fancy-dancy refrigerators like we do. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm trying to explain. I'm like, oh, yeah, that that doesn't work, huh? Mm -hmm. So, trying to figure out. And it it makes you think more. And it really then, you know, I'm trying. I really see that you're trying to go out of your way Mm -hmm. to work things through with me
0: and that's important
1: that's very important
0: that is so important i mean because like you say we could be in the same region same street Mm -hmm. and somebody's perspective and and their chosen view on how they're looking to you know um, engage and interact and interpret most importantly what you're trying to convey over and they, it's like, wait, what, how how did you get that
1: out of that? Right. Exactly.
0: Exactly. You know? Um, no, that's, that's extremely important. And it also keeps you on your toes. Like it keeps you flexible. It keeps you not being stuck in just your own way of communicating, you know, and I feel like it also benefits you in just like your regular day to day as well. Even when you're interacting with other people besides, you know, your partner, you know, or husband or something or, or wife.
1: Um and listening. Oh my god, listening. Yes. Listening is super, 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 super important. And and being compassionate like to other people and, and other situations. Mm-hmm. Like don't be a fool, but be compassionate. You know, like just things like, like sometimes
2: mindfulness.
1: Right. Sometimes people family stuff they may not want to open up about family stuff right away. We, Mm -hmm. Oh, a lot of times in the U S we tell our business, but (laughs) they don't, you know, like it takes time. Like you, you have to give them the opportunity because they may be going through something that they aren't ready to talk about, you know, and you have to respect that. It's not that they're keeping anything from you, but they may be trying to process it themselves.
0: Which, you know, that's something I dealt with. Mm hmm. Yeah, that was definitely an experience for sure. And just trying to again to gain as much patience as possible, but also just wanting him to articulate, you know, that there is something going on, you know, that doesn't uh involve us per se. Right. But it's affecting him. You know, so but that just goes into uh both partners being willing to communicate with each other and and capable of it you know so no that makes total sense because that's another cultural thing that we that we do have with um with the u.s Mm -hmm. (laughs) and especially coming from like more of the eastern states of the united states um we're very like direct and very like you know matter of fact you know we don't really beat around the bush too much
1: yeah it's it's um (laughs) it's interesting and you're right about misogyny like you know that it can be a very misogynistic uh some of them could be culturally misogynistic but some aren't right Mm -hmm. some are open to understanding like my fiance is very understanding he's not culturally misogynistic but there are things that I understand as a woman I should not do and I have to respect that and and but then again to me some of it's common sense like they have a saying um in the yoruba tradition that you know the man is the head of the household but the woman is the neck guess what you can't turn your head without the neck so who's really running things okay but it's a way to do it and it's like i'm not gonna go off on you you know uh something happened one of his neighbor's literally thought I was Yoruba and made a joke to me and I got offended because of what he said. And I was mm-hmm. like, Can I can I talk to you for a minute? Come here. And so he was like, Yeah. So I pulled him to the side and I was like, look here. That mother- you know, that motherfucker said he and he said, "Oh," And then I pointed to him and he was like, okay. And then the guy was like, Oh my God, she's American. I thought she was Yoruba. Oh my God. And then the guy came over and was like sorry and i was just like and i just looked at him like he was crazy my fiance was laughing he was like oh my god like it was just so funny but interesting it's 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 understanding certain things and knowing you know it's not what you think and you have to get used to the culture and stubbornness runs you know runs there too when mm-hmm. we can be stubborn and just understand that sometimes you have to be flexible.
0: Yes. And then even when it comes to like you address like the misogyny part of it, but and then on top of that the long distance and the cultural difference, what about with um with the sexual differences and <laughs> even keeping that and even keeping that alive and stuff, and keeping like that desire there and stuff. Like, how would you say that
2: that has affected your just things that you've learned? Um. Hmm. Hmm.
1: We enjoy sex. Uh boy, do we enjoy sex?
2: Um. Okay, I that's I, right. I
1: think. I think he's the. I think I know more than what he. Th- expected me to know <laughs> not to say it in that way they've heard that american women are you know sexually advanced but i think he was a little surprised mm. um mm.
2: me relaxing because like nerves and all of that stuff mm-hmm.
1: um Not being so you know, he was shocked that I was so sexually forward, which made him come out of his shell a little bit more. hmm Um, which was funny. Um him feeling like he wouldn't be as sexually advanced as I needed him to be, which I was like, yo, it's you know, let's just see what happens.
0: Right, like we go, let's 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 just,
1: just blow with this thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um him talking about sex more, like I really had to put, it was like pulling teeth and he's still not, you know, but you know, when we're in person is very different. Yeah, um, And I was pleasantly surprised um, after our first, you know, encounter. Yeah. Um, Him being surprised that I had such a, a, a libido because I don't, I don't, I don't think he was expecting it. And I don't think he had experienced it um. like a libido like that. Like, again, what days are we having sex Tuesday and Thursday?
0: It's so. like, no, nah, no.
1: So, um,
0: whenever the energy is right. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> Hello.
0: When we feel it, it, it can we, happen anywhere. Get it,
1: let's get it in.
0: Cause I know when, when I was dating long distance, um, when we had those times, we, we would see each other once a month because we we'll usually see each other for like a full weekend. And it was just, I mean, we couldn't come off of each other. Um, it, it was no letting up. Like we didn't Absolutely. have too much breathing time and we would have to be like, okay, it's the sun is starting to go down. Like we need to leave out the hotel. Like we need to like oh, I get go breathing room, experience whatever city that we're in
1: <laughs> oh i can't breathe in room because you know people's kids you know the family's around so there's always kids around and people thing. start moving well we know like all right we we lock the door around a certain time and you know um and and you know that's our time and then we know, okay. About seven o'clock, his phone gonna start ringing because somebody needs something, or somebody gonna ask something, or somebody gonna mm-hmm. be knocking on the door. So we like, okay, like it's about time to start getting showered with it. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and and even though we do spend time together, you know, we're cuddled, but we we try not to have escapades during that time (laughs) because anybody could be knocking on the door Mm -hmm. food's ready we cooked your meal you know Mm -hmm. um are you okay we checking on you um do you need to go anywhere and they're super sweet oh my god they're super sweet they're just so like oh my god do you need anything can i get you this can i you know so you you're getting like you know people are checking on you did you want to go here today like we're making sure this and you know i do spiritual stuff there so it's just always something going on so we try to you know uh make sure we're not in that mindset and i'm and i've i've learned to uh control myself sexually Mm. you, you have to learn to do um i don't know if you all have heard the the statement like sometimes it's best to not have sex right away like wait three or so months to have sex with somebody because sex Blocks your ability to be able to really see people from a different perspective, mm-hmm. but I you know, and just understanding that you know it's a time and a place for everything, yep, and um you know sometimes you 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 know trust me, I get it in, but like you know sometimes you you need to turn it off,
0: yeah, those and and it's funny, like you know, after the fact, just like thinking back to those experiences. Um, definitely makes me still smile because I'm like, wow, like that was it was fun because it's all that tension and all that time built up and all that energy that you invest in that person and he invests (laughs) you and stuff. When y'all are not with each other and just like that built up pressure that's released finally when you guys do have that time to be physically within the same space and what y'all do with it, child.
1: Oh, yeah, that's that's legal. Great memories. Oh, absolutely.
0: Great memories. I, I'm going to always give credit to where it's due, honey. Great memories. <laughs>
1: and I just want to say something, too. Like, you have to take into consideration, like, for example, I know my fiancé doesn't make a fuck ton of money, right? You know, mm-hmm. he makes what he makes. Um, but he tries. Like, when I came, there was, like, a cake on the bed and everybody was in the room like welcome you know welcome back mm-hmm. oh you know we missed you and like you know he had like this cute little cup made for me so like when you pour the hot water it, because he knows I love coffee you know the coffee cup has our picture on it mm. and it says like my love and so cute you know he tries and it's like you know like I see like the things that he went out out of his way to do like you know they had planned like a night for everybody to go out and like you know everybody the kids his mom like everybody they had planned this special meal mm-hmm. and like it was thought that went behind it so you know, no, he may not be able to get you that new, he or she may not be able to get you that iPhone 9 or whatever. Like, I don't know, what is the iPhone 29 now?
0: One or 14 now.
1: Okay, well he may not be able to, he or she may not be able to get you the iPhone 14 or, you know, the 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 Dolce & Gabbana, per, I don't know, hell. Yeah, yeah. They may not be able to get you that expensive gift, but how are they you know, showing you they love you, like I remember I was packing the leave and he was like, I'm going to pack your suitcase. And I saw something go in my suitcase and I was dying to see what it was when I got home. And he had uh, one of his friends like draw a etching, a picture of me and he had it framed in this beautiful frame. Mm-hmm. And that I was like, Oh my God, like, and he had to pay the friend to do that artwork from a picture of me that he had on his phone. Um, mm-hmm. All of his, you know, photos on his phone, like the the screensaver. That's me, you know, um, his <laughs> friends know who I am. Like his friends come around like, oh, she's here. Like everybody is like anxious to see me and mm-hmm. like talk to me and spend time with me. Um, you know, he, he tries to make sure like they cook my favorite food because I don't eat, their food is like super spicy. That's another thing, cultural food and dishes, right? Mm-hmm. Their food is super spicy. Um, So there's some things I can eat and some things I can't, but they know my favorite food and they cook the things that I like. And he takes Mm. me to the places that I like to eat. And he always makes sure that I have the things that make me comfortable and happy. Yeah. So that's important. Like, how is that person showing up for you? Like, what are they doing? Um, You know? It's romantic. Right. It's really sweet. It's like, I'm taking that time um to make sure that that you know we're we're i'm doing something to show you that i love you um for for my birthday or for valentine's day i get these amazing thought out like messages and like constant all day like you know messages of love and you know mm-hmm. those long conversations you know that we have that mean so much
0: you remember um last year remember uh my ex had brought a bunch of snacks and stuff and then like most specifically brought you my
1: rum cake a
0: rum cake oh
1: god yes i love rum cake
0: that was the cutest shit and remember it was little and cute
1: it was so i was like oh my god lost it i lost it
0: because that meant a lot to me because i'm like oh like wow like you know that you know this is somebody who's very important to me or whatever. And you know that I think I forgot how we even mentioned um, about the rum cake, but he found out and he remembered and brought that from Jamaica, like to, yes. And it was so cute. the little, little cute little box that was adorable
1: i know and and it's he knows all my friends so he's like oh you're with kenny today mm-hmm. Oh, you're with this one today oh like he knows my friend just like i know his friends like right. everybody's like aware he knows what's going on with my family i know what's going on with his family mm-hmm. um you know and, and sometimes like we have to understand like for example something happened something happened with their family, but something happened to his sister and I couldn't get him the whole day. And I was just like, okay, what's going on? Like I'm messaging, nothing's come back. I found out later his sister was in a major accident.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And so he's having to run around and do things, you know, on top. Like we don't have those things that they have to do, the extra things that they have to do. Like they have to figure out who's going to take the kids and who's Mm going to do this. I have to do this. I have to do that. They, we don't we do do things but not to the degree that they do things so when i finally heard from him which was like super late and again there's an eight hour time difference so it's like super late and he's like oh my god babe you know my sister was in a major accident and he's so sweet he'll like the next day like he sent me pictures, like he let me talk to his sister just Mm -hmm. so I could say, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And his sister tells me what happened. Mm -hmm. So, you know, not to say that he has to prove anything to me, but he just wanted me to know, like, look, like this is what's going on.
0: Yeah. That's, and that's what matters. Like when you feel involved in a person's life, you know, and even like that extra step of providing just like, extra visibility into like their day to day and stuff. And you're doing the same thing. So y'all feel like Mm -hmm. y'all are close. You know, you feel involved within that person's day. Um, And it, it brings you even more closer in my opinion, you know?
1: Absolutely. I like that. I mean, I noticed the things that he does, like we're, you know, he, when he asked me to marry him, he was happier than I was. <laughs> I was like, okay, am I crazy? Of course, I think it has something to do with the fact that I was divorced. But, like, mm-hmm. you know, he's super involved, but not involved. Like, he's like, okay, well, whatever you want, like, it's fine. Because, again, a Nigerian wedding is very different than an American wedding.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, But he's super happy. And though the details are like, oh, my God, you know. Um, his family is like, yo, I'll do whatever you need me to do. Whatever you, you're trying to do, I'll do. Whatever you need will get done. Don't stress about it. And, you know, he's more excited about the day of, like, the actual like wedding and us getting married finally, mm-hmm. you know. And, and I'm involving him like, I really involve him unless he says, I don't want to be involved which is not what he's ever said. But I, if you don't want to be involved, if the person doesn't, you know. And I respect that too, yeah. but he's very, you know, like vocal about what he wants and, you know, and, and I include him in everything. So I think that's super important.
0: Extremely, you know, what would you say would be any of your last, um, tip is, you know, um, that someone would benefit from with dating someone from a different culture and also, just someone dating long distance, what would you probably conclude that with, like, a message, would you say?
1: Get to know that person and check yourself. Sometimes we we see things from our perspective and we really don't see things from the other person's perspective. See if they're really trying and if that's what they really want to do. And make sure you have clarity. Like, you know, clarity is super important. We get clarity on other things. You know, when we buy that phone, we want to know how it works. Um, But we really need to get clarity and we need to respect. We need to understand and respect other people's culture. You can't bullshit and say, I respect that culture, but don't get aspects of that culture. You really need to do your best to try to understand and respect somebody's culture You may never understand, but respecting the importance of the significance of those things Mm -hmm. in that culture because you know that you want them to respect your thoughts and your culture and the things that may not make sense to them.
0: I agree. I agree.
1: It's not easy. Let me just say it's not easy. It Mm -hmm. takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of hard work. And the processes and, and things of that nature... For example, I was asking him a question about his street Mm -hmm. and things that don't happen here but happen in other cultures. They just named the street that he lives on. The street had no name. They've been living on that street for almost 20 years. Mm -hmm. The street had no name.
0: Hmm. Interesting.
1: So they were using the old address for the street name. That never happened this is just like a such a cultural thing it it was it boggled the mind, but then, as I was talking to my other homegirl whose husband is fiance um whose husband is Venezuelan, that happens there all the time. See this mm. is something we have no concept. Of. The street for twenty years and the street don't have no name y'all just they just gave it a name last year,
0: yeah, I can imagine that's yeah that's it's it's completely different it
1: doesn't you know we have uh structured sidewalks and things Everything. of that nature they in certain aspects in certain places they don't have structured sidewalks they do in certain places but like mostly no you're walking on like nice roads you know mm-hmm. it's 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 nature it's so it's like okay like you know don't bring those six-inch stiletto heels. That's not gonna. That's not gonna do it for you. It's not gonna fly. Mm-mm. Like, make sure you got some. You can bring them, but make sure you have some comfortable shoes or some flip flops. You know.
2: Hmm.
1: Okay. And go visit. Go see. Get taken around. Understand. Go, hey, honey, tour me around. I love to to see new places.
0: Same. Yes yes amen to that because i love some adventure you know okay so y'all heard that y'all heard that Mm -hmm. and oh
1: very important i don't know if you have or have not please read the four agreements if you've read the four agreements it's a fantastic book and and if you're not if you don't remember a lot of it please refresh yourself on it it's so important it is valuable in relationships and actually in life Mm -hmm. and there's some significant things in the Four agreements and it's just super super important it actually will help you in relationships because we get so bogged down in self it's a small book it's a really small tiny book it's not heavy and thick to read
0: i need to i need to read
1: it it's awesome Um, and it's really cool the four agreements is awesome and it just helped me see life and perspectives and things and relationships from a completely different perspective
0: Hmm. i still have the books that you gave me over there right there Mm -hmm. yes now i'm gonna look to the four agreements because i have heard about it
1: is uh, don miguel ruiz it's absolutely amazing um super important it's just things that are so valuable and essential to relationships it may not even life working everything Mm -hmm. personal just everything
0: very interesting y'all go ahead and read the four agreements okay y'all heard it here on nude radio honey um no thank you for that
1: yes absolutely awesome i just love that it i'm like that book just wow i was like okay
0: Oh, shit. Yeah, like I said, I've heard great things, but I definitely need to read it. It is awesome. Get my, my read on. Quick
1: read. It's small, decent-sized print. It's not small print. decent-sized print, and it's a little thin book. You can get through it in, like, two days if you read quickly and basically get the gist. You could just kind of go through, but it's really cool.
0: Okay. Well, no. Well, thank you for, you know, again, providing... Amazing insight and perspective yet again on what it's like to to date and be in a relationship and a in a marriage, you mm-hmm. know, for for mm-hmm. people, you know, especially when it comes to those different cultures and the pressures of long distance dating and stuff with somebody who's from a different culture. On top of that, like that's a lot of dominoes <laughs> that's added.
1: Tell you know, me about it.
0: Um so no thank you for that you know and hopefully all of you all who are here in the us in canada and south america and the caribbean and the east coast you know the eastern sides of of the world by all means uh definitely take some uh, time to really you know listen to it go ahead and, and provide some feedback for me on how you enjoyed this episode share it with your friends your family and most importantly, subscribe to Nude Radio, streaming on all platforms where you can hear podcasts. podcast and follow me on Instagram at Kenny Heflin. And then, of course, give me some feedback on our Instagram and Twitter page at Nude Radio 101. So I hope you guys have a great week. Thanks, Tisha, for being a part of Nude Radio again. We love you.
1: Finally, we got this done.
0: Yes, yes, yes. So y'all go ahead and follow and um, let me know what you think. Bye.
1: Bye.